Well, I just I, 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 so you you shared and 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 if you don't want to to talk more about this, then then please just say n- next. But um, next. you shared your experience of of uh, becoming a woman in your dreams or, or physically we get a woman. Okay, we got here. Yeah, we got here. <laughs> okay. And I, I could I could just imagine that that would be a very healing experience. I personally, this is the last six months or so since I had a kind of a large breakthrough and realization of something not right with the, the expression of my my current my like physical gender and the way I just and and everything that meant that I socially uh, acted out based on what I was perceived as and my physical mm-hmm. uh, f- what my physical what what looking in the mirror told me yeah. I was supposed to act like you know mm-hmm. and um, uh, I had a, so yeah a very large breakthrough with that and then and then congratulations. A dance, a dance of like re- integrating that. Oh, you know, this is a podcast that wow. you said it's real life, so you can talk about anything. It was anything. actually a, 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 a psilocybin trip that kind oh, of it was yeah, just it beautiful. was which can be so um, perfectly disorienting. You mm-hmm. know, the the patterns and de- detrimental patterns that you go through every day suddenly this just knocks that train off the tracks and suddenly oh, you have wow. to like you know reorient yourself and be like whoa okay i just learned a lot about myself that mm-hmm. you know now makes so much sense you know i was just like enduring the experience that's flashing through my life like oh my gosh this and this and this and like oh you know like oh lots of tears lots of lots of good tears lots of painful tears but it was a really great experience but a lot was revealed to me but it was a dance over the next six months of and continuing to actually integrate that knowledge and what that actually means Mm -hmm. um and so like now at a place where i can't really describe the experience but it's but actually experiencing as i let myself as like unlike things blockages come loose experiencing actual more dysmorphia mm-hmm. um, yeah like more dysmorphia on a, on a daily basis where it's like it gets actually harder and harder for me to put the mask of under of like contentedness with oh. someone who is not me back on you yeah. know it's like like the more i uh, feel safe having it off the more it feels like Ugh, i don't want to put this back on you know i yeah. can't keep it suddenly you realize that your clothes were full of mud yeah exactly exactly it's disgusting um, yeah actually i like mud though mud. well true not uh, mud something <laughs> gross so i just i i what so for i guess anyone not for ne- necessarily anyone who's listening but just for us to talk talk about it right now so that experience where you were able to I found that found a lot of comfort in 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 the kind of imaginal realm in that way of like less and less looking in the mirror and more living into kind of the beautiful what I feel like <laughs> you mm-hmm. know and I just know. and like 
in, in, in trying to you know and and letting myself embody that and mm-hmm. almost it feels like a kind of an energetic body that coexists with my my current uh physical form that is um full of it's 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 a very i can't really verbally describe it but it's very it's a very loving um thing because it's like oh this is it's it as as it shows itself energetically i'm like oh that's oh my god that's what that's what i've always felt like and 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 that seeing that come out and it's yeah it has to be a kind of a work of imagination right now because Mm -hmm. i don't have the resources or the actual surety actually to take the next steps that you know physically entail so it's an imaginal thing right now and so coming back to lucid dreaming it seems like that would be a very healing thing to be able to actually explore um different physical forms and it seems like that would be very almost like a uh some neosporin or some healing salve on the the feelings of dysmorphia um, yeah to experience that in a, in a dream world and so uh, yeah i just would love to hear more about your experience with that if you if you want to share you betcha for my trans sisters out there um yeah you i think you listened to a previous episode and i i did i had a dream where i just looked down at my body and without really thinking about it i said you know you can be a woman now if you want to and in my dream i felt everything change my whole body changed i've had quite a few dreams where I've been a woman and it's been interesting just to feel the energy change, not just the body, but feel the energy change. And this is just another theme that's happening. I'm going to weave it all together. Um, I've had throughout my life, there's been like this energetic presence that comes to me sometimes that I've always thought was like kind of a soul love that I would meet one day or something. And whenever she arrived, it was like I suddenly felt complete. Like I was reminded in my energy of who I was. And I never really put that together and it just seemed like a partner that makes me feel good. Mm. But as I had these dreams, I started to kind of acquire and become that energy in the dreams. And so then I started to live a little more like, all right, let's be feminine. And so I started to play with makeup and dress differently. And I was just like very much still like male well, not really male identified, but just living in a male body, just being feminine. And <clears throat> then that probably lasted for three months. And then I found this YouTube video, I was searching something. And it just said, like, how to know if you're transgender. And I was like, oh, well, that seems interesting. Let's look at that. And I watched <laughs> the video and I was like, sometimes it's. What do you sometimes say? It's, those, those, it's like sometimes it's, you know it's it's nothing co- it, it's nothing uh, <laughs> you know flashy or like something sociological. Like I found out I was reading poetry. Yeah, that's how I found out. It's just like it's just a video. That says, yeah, how to uh, <laughs> twelve <laughs> ways to find out. <laughs> it's like three minute video. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but continue. So I watched it and I was like, oh, that's that's probably me. And like from there, my body dysmorphia kind of continued. And I like. I didn't understand what this was. Like I was months ago trying on like different shorts and things and like looking in the mirror. I got a mirror to look at outfits. And I remember like looking and being like, man, I just 
why does my butt look so bad? <laughs> like, it's just like such a manly butt, and because it is. Um, so, yeah, that was like kind of one thing that made me start to think, like, what if, are there, is there like something I could take of this? Like, develop some booty? Because, like, I see there are some like guys out there on Instagram. I follow this page called Femboy Heaven. It's just, it was very inspiring for me. Oh. And,. Some of them have just like the most beautiful, juicy butts. And I'm like, how do you get that? And it's like, I wonder if there's like hormones you can just grow your butt. And so then I started to think about hormones. And then I saw this video on YouTube. And then I was like, wow. Okay. Let's try some hormones and see how it feels. Just for like a month. We're going to try it for a month and see what the effect is. And I, like the first night... I just felt suddenly that my energy became that which I'd been experiencing in my dreams and would occasionally visit me. And so it, it's like the most profound spiritual experience I've ever had. It's just like feeling that energy come to life. And I, wow. I had a dream about this last night, actually. If you want, I'll read it to you quickly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Again, I was going under the trailer to check something with, like, connection. And I was just lying under there. I was looking around. And I looked over my shoulder. And I saw a red panda under the trailer. Like, (laughs) a little, like, red panda fox thing. And it was beautiful. So beautiful. And I just, like, looked at him. And I was like, oh, I really hope he comes over here. And he did, he came over and he like nibbled on my neck, just like real tingly. And then I found all these crystals. After that, like there are all these crystals under the trailer. I mean, this is classic dream logic, right? You go to check the trailer hitch, you see a panda, distracted, and then you find crystals. And suddenly the entire thing's derailed. But they were beautiful. There was like amethysts and some opals and just every color of the rainbow and some kind of cool neutral tone crystals and so i was looking at these and i had some friends of mine came out of the car and they were like whoa what's that and i was like oh my gosh i know right and then this little girl came over to me um an energy that uh i I don't know if my friends yeah what identity concealed a person i know that has represented kind of like childhood love and connection to me at some point in my life Mm -hmm. and i she just came over and she said do you want to join my light party and i was like what what my light party and it's just like weird but anyways her energy was just completely different and like this manic work and like trying to solve the problem aspect that i've been living with that's maybe not necessarily masculine because I don't really believe in ascribing genders to things but the energy that I've been living with in this body that I've had so far with the hormones that I've had so far just contrasts so strongly against the presence of this feminine energy in my dreams that Mm. with hormones I'm embodying more and more over time and she's just like completely unhurried so relaxed and like happy And there's just nothing in dismay. Nothing about dismay in her. It's very hard to put into words, really. But it's just fantastic. 
So that's been my experience with transforming genders in dreams. Now I'm transgender in real life, and we're transitioning. Um, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, 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 you say it's hard to describe, but I, um, yeah, I can definitely relate to, I think, you know, I can only think, but I think that experience, um, is like, there's this overwhelming sense. It's like, it, there's a description in in a book uh mm-hmm. of the author's friend who uh the 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 girl had lived uh had the mother was talking about her daughter and she's saying well, she never smiled she you know she's um everything seems to be fine you know but and it's pretty normal life but she never smiles i've never seen her laugh anything like this mm-hmm. very young kid uh one point, I, you know, I don't know how they got there, but she ended up at a, the young girl ended up at a, chi- a chiropractor or some mm-hmm. kind of body work massage therapist. And there was something just way out of alignment that was actually causing the girl massive migraines. What? And uh, they snapped it right back in, into into alignment and she just started laughing and oh. smiling because so, but there was no, her world was pain. Mm-hmm. You know, before it was just was just this this pain, but didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just what life is. Yeah, right. It's like oh, uh, so understated. That's all, all. All it is. So, so stepping into like not even knowing, being able to really to, to somehow you know for whatever reason societal or um, it's yeah society. Yeah is societal yes <laughs> societal mm-hmm. <laughs> internalized transphobia whatever it is mm-hmm. D- the friction going on within my body and just being in a different body than than i feel like but not even knowing that that friction was existing yeah not even affirming that for myself how could you know yeah, yeah how could you yeah, right exactly i've um, resonated with that strongly totally and when it when it, when so when the affirmation starts taking place it like more and more as i said it's kind of in a, a dance of like like at first that that mask you know if we're using masculine to describe it because you know as I, I don't really believe in describing the genders of things either but yeah the kind of the thinking brain the analytic mind mm-hmm. started to say well are you really feeling this you know well yeah. i don't know there's a lot you of know, reasons it's to it's be like, concerned <laughs> yeah yeah totally, of course of course of course but are you but 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 to a certain point where it just tears apart everything like anything yeah. that comes its way any piece of it's like uh, oh i need more evidence yeah yeah you know when gotcha. it's actually not something that um that uh is is like logically uh it can be you know for the purpose and of of uh like i don't know societal justification because that's what our society needs but it's 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 the body is is like my body and and spirit is the one that's telling me that this is here and it's the only only thing i can actually listen to and it only comes out when i stop thinking about it (laughs) it's so strange because i can be more embodied when i stop thinking about it and trying to pick it to pieces and i feel the same way like my it's interesting my perspective on gender for the last I mean, years has been, you know, of course, the genders are equal, the energies are present in both of us, are freely available to 
either person based on whatever body. And despite all the philosophy that I stood by, like my body was like, I'm a woman. I'm sorry. Like that's just, <laughs> that's just the case. That's what you're going to. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's just cool. It's really cool. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. Yeah, dude. Yeah, exact same. You know, it's like whatever the the philosophy. Yeah, philosophies or uh, like societal, like morals or uh, institutions, like what whatever it is. Like none of that. Yeah, it's just it's just like this, like the body and like the the soul is just like oh sorry, yeah, I don't I don't really <laughs> it's like yeah. this is what this is what's going on. It's I came like, here to live, and I and I, ha- I can't prove anything to you. You know, it's like and that, yeah. that's what I kind of love about the 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 thing with whatever whatever comes to like spiritual stuff or like evidence based. This is this is some uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Charles Eisenstein. I knew I was gonna have to plug him at some point. In no, this no, podcast. please. Yeah, uh, you know him? Nope. Oh no my god, you're gonna freaking love Charles Eisenstein. But he was talking about he's like, I could try to you know, if if uh, pseudoscientific beliefs, spiritual beliefs, uh beliefs that come more from the heart, it's like if I were to try to prove this to to you, it would actually kind of undermine if I was trying going to try to use evidence, hard facts, proof. Uh, the scientific like method to to prove this to you it would actually over almost undermine my own position because what like because that would be validating the fact that that is the only way of knowing that is valid you know that's so interesting so my my heart is basically saying sorry i can't prove anything to you you know it's like i i i I can't argue i'm just gonna feel exactly and it's such a beautiful feeling you know of it of just like and so and like and the mind like like catches up and it's like okay i guess you know (laughs) you personified that so well like in a relationship if you if someone was telling you how they felt and you weren't believing them like and you ask for proof at a certain point like that becomes pretty disrespectful Oh yeah, so oh, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Wow. <sighs> and this is why you should all listen to this podcast, World. <laughs> well, this is why. Well, that was fantastic. Uh, are we bringing it to a close? Um, is there anything else you want to say? Questions? Cap up. Oh, there's up? one last thing I wanted to say. I realized because yeah. there was something you said about. Uh, saying that it's not an individual but like uh, a system um mm-hmm. it's very true and yet it is the the people who who uh where the system lives is within our bodies mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's not some like abstract thing that just exists and we're all you know like like uh, victims of or like or like uh, in control under it's like we also like the most direct access we have to that system is within our own body so like you know if i want to uh be more you know quote unquote accepting of like lg like want to be more of an ally to lgbtq people you know first i have uh, oh my god i'm like trans and i didn't know you know it's like yeah. like <laughs> I, I need to like affirm that for myself you yeah, know you're and, like, in a unique the, situation in my own you know be in my own like 
uh, heal in, in, in that area for myself. That's the most direct access I can is, is to not be uh, like transphobic to myself or like mm-hmm. those, those kind those, the close, yeah, again, the closest like access we have to those systems is how we perpetuate them in our daily lives. And I just wanted to add that to make that connection with what you were saying back. I love it. Way back in the day. Yeah. Thank you. My point for saying that was just, how I think people can like really beat themselves up about things. And I just like to highlight that, um, a lot of the nature of the problems that exist or like created by larger systems. And certainly there's so many people that just don't mm-hmm. have the energy or resources to really participate and try to make a change. So I'm just like, throwing oh, yes. Out some. oh yes, yes, yes. That's snap, all. snap, snap to that. The, Cause the endless guilt isn't helpful either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, of like, oh, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing yeah. enough. I'm terrible. Yeah. I'm it's hard to, it's hard to feel good, but we, we figure it out together. Figuring it out together and in our dreams and in our dreams. Oh my gosh, this was the very good episode of The American Dream. I hope you come back soon, both Westrom and listeners. Hopefully we're going to be putting out episodes a little more regularly. My dear, dear partner and friend, Melanie, as it may have pre-recorded mentioned earlier in this episode, is just very busy with life. And so she's not mm-hmm. going to be here as often, probably, but I'm going to try and get an episode out, like maybe you two a month something like that so ambitious yeah mm-hmm. that is a little ambitious well we'll see how it goes but um <laughs> yeah keep stay tuned thank you so much guy thank you westrom and we'll see you soon <laughs>